0: Everybody and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast from Q-Times. I'm your keeper, Sam, and I use he, him pronouns. Today, we are playing a game of Kids on Bikes by Hunters Entertainment. Uh, this season is focused on the community of Norfolk, a town that is slowly losing its identity to the encroaching city and the sudden revelation to the world that monsters live among us. We have a couple of tenets that we're going to be trying to examine this season in addition to the regular recommendations we normally pull from Monster of the Week itself. The first of which is, show the community. Show where it is coming together and where it is fraying. The other is, show the world of the myriads. Show how the world is different since they revealed themselves in ways both complex and mundane. I am joined by some familiar voices here today and some probably, well, maybe unfamiliar ones. Depends how much you're listening to other uh, Monster of the Week shows. Players, would you go ahead and introduce yourselves and your character?
1: Yeah, hi, I'm Sam, she, they, and today I am playing Izzy Domo, she, her. (laughs)
2: Hello adventurers! I'm Natalie, she, her. I am the Keeper over on the Storyteller Squad, which is another Monster of the Week actual play show. Today I'm playing Ruby Rain, uh, who goes by Rain, she, her. And uh, yeah, excited to try out a new system.
3: Hi, I'm Maya. Uh, My pronouns are she, her. Uh, You might recognize me from the Monsters Playbook. I will be playing today <laughs> May Harris, uh, M-A-Y, uh, her pronouns are also she, her.
0: So today we are hopping into the Kids on Bikes system by Hunter's Entertainment. This is a slight diversion from our normal uh, Monster of the Week uh, mainline story uh, in order to give Jonas and William a little bit of time to move. Uh, they are... Currently in the process of that, I just went and saw them the other day. Um, we wish them all the best. Hope that the move goes uh, fantastic. And uh, hope they like these episodes when they're listening <laughs> they're listening back to them. Um,
1: we love you, Jonas and William. Yeah, thanks, y'all.
0: Um, I am going to give a super brief overview for Kids on Bikes uh, as a system, in case you are unfamiliar. And then we are going to hop into the story itself. Uh, So Kids on Bikes is a play system similar to or based around things like Stranger Things or The Goonies or a lot of the the kind of 80s childhood adventure uh, stories, Stand By Me, all of that good stuff. Uh, It uses the normal uh, set of dice that you would use for something like D&D. So that is a D4 all the way to a D20. And each one of those dice is tied to one of the player's main skills, one of the character's main skills. Uh, Those skills are fight, flight, brains, brawn, charm and grit. And each of those are used to navigate different roles within the world. The Kids on Bikes system also has some additional uh, uh, abilities that each character gets. One that everyone today will be starting with since they are all playing teens is the Rebellious uh, feature, which says add plus three to roles when persuading or resisting persuasion from children. Add plus three to roles when resisting persuasion from adults. Uh, And then they have all chosen uh, two other ones in addition to that one. Essentially how Kids on Bikes works is when a player decides they are going to do uh, an action that has a chance of failure, they will roll one of their stats, the relevant stat. Uh, They can, if it is a prepared action, which is something that they have some time to think about or plan for or work with their friends uh, on. They can choose to take up to half of that dice's value. So for instance, if they are rolling a D20, uh, they might just decide they're going to take a 10. The other type of action in this game is a snap decision. That is in this game, sort of similar to what you might see in Monster of the Week when someone rolls Act Under Pressure. That is a real like in the moment kind of roll that is running away from the monster that is uh, uh, scrambling to catch the edge of the building as you start to fall. That is, um, you know, trying to, to hide in the bushes from the, you know, police that are on your tail. Um, those roles you must roll for. You cannot choose to take half of the dice's value on those. And, uh, you also cannot have the help of your friends uh, by spending adversity tokens, you can use your own adversity tokens. One of which you get for every failure, uh, to increase the dice value by one, but you cannot have other people lend you theirs. Whereas during a planned action, uh, they can give you as many as they'd like, uh, as long as they can justify the way in which they are helping you last, but certainly not least kids on bikes uses exploding dice. Which means uh, every time you roll the dice, if you roll the highest number the dice can roll, so for instance, a 6 on a D6 or a 20 on a D20, you're going to roll the dice again and add that second number to the first. So for instance, I might roll a D20, get a 20, then roll it again, get an 11. My total would be a 31 for that roll uh that <laughs> that would be that would be a, an extreme level of success uh for every action that the players take with a chance of failure i will be setting a dc or sort of a uh a, a, a number that they have to beat in order to succeed on a given action uh there's a little chart inside of the kids on bike system Gives you a handy little way to determine what that role should be and that is definitely something i will be referring to uh, while we continue to play today uh, just in general uh so everyone has a, a vague idea a 20 is a task at which only the most incredible could even possibly succeed but if they succeed it will be one of the most impressive things a character has ever done uh this is a near guaranteed failure A 17 to 19 is a task for which success would be incredible and impressive. This too is also nearly a guaranteed failure. A 13 to a 16 is a task where success is extraordinary, but decidedly possible for characters who are truly skilled at it. A 10 to a 12 is a task where success is impressive, but completely expected for characters skilled at it. A 7 to a 9 is a task where success is certain for characters who are very skilled at it, but not for those who aren't. A three to a six is a task where success is likely for all characters except those who aren't skilled or who have a low stat in that field. And a one to two is a task where success is all but guaranteed, except in extreme cases. So, why don't we hop in to the world of Norfolk? You are all in the last class period of the day uh, at the City High School, located you know outside the bounds of norfolk uh, somewhere somewhere in the city. Maya, what class are you currently in? and tell us a little bit about what May looks like?
3: Yeah, so May is about eighteen years old, um so a senior in high school um she has uh freckles short black hair with white underneath um she's typically wearing a jean jacket and cowboy boots and she has green eyes um she is what i've been calling the loner weirdo <laughs> um pretty quiet um but she can have a, a hot temper mm-hmm. Um, She does play uh, softball um, on the city's softball team as the catcher. Nice. And then also a batter as well. Yes. I don't know fully how baseball softball works, but (laughs) she can do both.
0: I don't either. So I'm Um, not about to correct
3: you. Um, Also, she loves playing Pokemon Go, too. Nice. Um, Yeah.
0: Do you want to reveal maze uh, supernatural Weirdness. component, or would you rather save that?
1: Um,
3: I will say that she is secretive about what she, what's weird about her. Okay. Um, based on her mom's kind of advice and her mom's fear for her. Yeah. So even though it's been uh, what, three years since the video has been released, she's been trying to keep on the down low makes um, sense yeah
0: so what and, what class is may what class do we see may in um as she prepares to you know to to get out of school and go meet up with her friends for a little bit of um uh, let's call it urban exploring
3: yeah trespassing
0: is so gauche you know
3: <laughs>
0: yeah
3: um I oh boy I think that she's in math class. Math
0: class, okay. What what is it? Are we talking, <laughs> uh, you know, like algebra two? Or are we talking AP statistics? Like, where is she? Where does she fall <sighs> on that? <math? laughs>
3: um, whatever the lowest a senior can be in math. Okay,
0: okay. She's oh, not discrete
3: math. I don't want to say she's not the <laughs> brightest, but she's not the brains.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's your brains so. score? Just out of curiosity. <laughs>
3: it's a, a DH. okay all right so not not the so, worst
0: not the worst no but um, yeah uh cool yeah then i think your teacher um, i
3: realized as i said math i was like dear god don't <laughs> make me do
0: math <laughs> no i wouldn't i wouldn't don't worry uh, i can
3: barely add my tights
0: <laughs> uh dr lay uh that is l-e-i-g-h Uh, she is up at the front of the classroom. I think the the math class in particular, I don't think any of the other classrooms have this, but Dr. Lay specifically has requested one of those old green chalkboards. Uh, and is writing in chalk, you know, maybe it's even, Mm. maybe it's even, there's, there's a box in the back of the classroom with one of those like smart, uh, uh, chalkboards you know that you can like write on and erase from and put powerpoints and things up on uh and she has just decided you know put her foot down that she is not going to be setting that up and is instead you know writing out some sort of uh complicated formula uh on the board is may paying attention here or is may is may lost in her thoughts what what do we see may doing in this moment?
3: um may is definitely doodling on the sides of like a math sheet handout um as well as trying to focus but winces every single time uh dr lay's chalk like hits Mm -hmm. the chalkboard it makes that like squeaking sound um yeah she's uh May is definitely like kind of like rubbing at her temples and trying to distract herself from that by doing these little doodles. What
0: are you doodling?
3: It's not like actual pictures in a way. Like, did you ever do in high school where you just kind of doodled lines oh, yeah. and like almost like made mazes? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. In high <laughs> so school, not bad. Like, I still do that.
3: <laughs> so like that. Okay. That's what she's kind of drawing.
0: You see your your paper. Uh, whatever whatever it is you're writing on, um, kind of beginning to tug out of like the it's popping out of the little metal rings of the of the notebook uh, and beginning to tug out to your right um, without anyone appearing to to pull on it.
3: I would like look up to see, like, is someone trying to get my attention or am I in trouble? Maybe.
0: Yeah, you see you look up. Just as the paper finishes tearing out of the notebook and starts to drift across the room, you look over and see Gemma Eden, a short woman with brown skin and a hawkish nose. Uh, She has shoulder length black hair and is wearing a pair of denim overalls. She's twirling her fingers and has managed to, using magic, pull this page out of your notebook and it is drifting across the room over to her outstretched hand. What do you do?
3: I guess I'll try and grab for it.
0: Great. Let's make the first roll <laughs> oh, no. of the session. Uh, May, why don't you roll flight here? Uh, okay. This is going to be a six. Uh, and this is a this is a snap decision, which means you can spend your adversity tokens, but obviously <laughs> uh, Natalie and Sam's characters cannot help you.
3: Oh, boy, starting off strong. That's going to be a two.
0: A two. Okay, then this paper drifts over to Gemma and she just lightly plucks it out of the air uh, and kind of starts like looking it over uh, and starts kind of giggling to herself. And she turns around and passes it to the person behind her and then just quietly kind of like directs their attention over to you. Um, and I think that's where we leave you may, uh, you hear the bell ring, uh, and everyone gets up to leave for the day. Natalie, where do we find rain? What class is rain currently in? So I was going to suggest, could we stay in that
2: classroom for a little bit sure. and not have the bell ring just sure, there? Sure. Yeah. Cause I think I can piggyback off that. Yeah, scene absolutely. In a fun way. Absolutely. So these two girls take the paper, uh, and while they're doing whatever they're doing, we, Shift our camera over to a back corner of the class, right? Because alphabetical mm-hmm. order, last names, mm-hmm. what, sure. whatever.
0: Um, yeah, Doctor Lay is very specific. There's no choosing your own seat. <laughs> it is alphabetical, A to Z. Yep. Sit where you're supposed to.
3: I love how he probably insists being like Doctor, even though this is a high
0: school. She does. She does. She's very like. She's very like okay. Listen, listen here. <laughs> listen here. <laughs> You're gonna refer to me as Di- I went, I got that PhD for a reason. Yeah. So so the camera shifts back towards the back of the classroom. Back of the
2: classroom, and we see Ruby Rain. Um she is also like 17, 18, senior uh age. And um she's got a uh like kind of worn looking, but very like patch covered red jacket that she's wearing, which has an oversized hood to it, which she has up at the moment. So it's kind of hanging down over her eyes. Uh, And you can see like the fringe of some wavy uh, brown hair, but also sections of it that are dyed like a deep red. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) she's like peering out from under this hood with eyes that are darkened with both, uh lack of sleep and like day old mascara (laughs) okay um and she's like trying to pay attention but it's very clear she's in that like state of where your head's just sort of drooping Mm -hmm. um despite your best efforts and uh as she's kind of like just struggling to pay attention and and not lose focus uh the uh a piece of paper sort of flies across the room and like tags are in the side of the mm-hmm. face um and it is the sheet that was torn out of uh May's notebook uh and like i think probably it's like a like a very compact paper airplane i guess sure. it's not like quite a rolled up ball but just like something that would definitely get over and hit something her something pokey um yeah something pokey and she's like ah and she will uh so grabbing it it, like she sees that it's a math sheet so she like unfolds it and is like trying to figure it out and then she flips it over uh in like red sharpie uh it just says you know it has like a very message where she kind of crinkles her face gives a look over at the two girls who are obviously like giggling and laughing Mm now um and i think uh what's the teacher's name dr dr Doctor Lay absolutely like hears this and turns around and sees Ruby with like a note, mm-hmm. quote unquote, in mm-hmm. her hands. So
0: I don't know if you wanna yeah. <laughs> step she, in as she turns and sees you at the back of the classroom and says, um, "Miss Rain, Miss Rain, what have I told you about keeping your hood up?"
2: Uh, she kind of quickly like throws it back and tries to like shove the note in is, her is, bag uh, before. Is it that be, a like, note?
0: Um, were you, were you passing no note- rain? Could you come solve this problem for us? <laughs>
2: uh, she goes up to the front of the class and she looks it over. I guess I'm making a brains roll here. Yeah.
0: Let's do a brains. To roll. Try and like get it yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this kay. is going to be, uh, I think this is going to be 10. I think this is, I think this is tough. Cause you, I don't know that you've been paying super close attention. I literally can't succeed unless
2: I explode oh, twice. No. <laughs> All right, well let's see it. Let's
0: see it. I believe in you.
2: Here we go. Maybe she'll be lucky. Yeah, oh. nope, that's a one. Oh, oh, oh no! Uh, I think oh, she just no. she holds the chalk up, looks and like realizes that she wasn't even on the right page of like the book to have open. Yeah, like, she's just so tired. Yeah. Um, and she kind of just like sets the chalk down and like quietly under her voice is like, I I can't do it. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, So there is a there is a chart also included with kids on bikes that gives the sort of range of uh, failures and and what what it means. And on a (laughs) minus nine here, it (laughs) says the failure is bad, but not a disaster. There will be some short-term consequences that might lead to some immediate difficulties, but nothing that the character can't handle if they focus on them. The character has tried to do or has been forced to do something beyond their capabilities, and not surprisingly, they've failed. So I think what we see here is Dr. Lay cross her arms and say, that's what I thought. And she has you like fully in front of the class. She says- Mm -hmm. Miss Rain, do you know your current score in this class? It's struggling. It is a 71%. That means you are two percentage points from failing this class in your senior year. I don't have to tell you what failing a math class in your senior year of high school would do to your academic record now, do I? Not again. I will be assigning you additional work to do over the weekend, and I expect it to be done, Miss Rain, and done correctly. Now, please return to your seat and please. Pay attention as you go back to that to your seat here. Um, that that note that you had kind of hastily tried to stuff back into your bag sort of drifts mm-hmm. out uh, onto the floor. What does it say?
2: It says "Ruby Rain is whore trash," and Rain picks it up, shoves it back in her bag. And takes the dressing down of the teacher as an absolute win because at least she didn't have to say that out loud in front of everybody.
0: Fair.
1: Same. Yeah, I just wanna punch Dr. Lee, Lee, <laughs> Lee in the
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't coming out of nowhere. <laughs> no. Drops from the Sorry, ceiling. I literally um, have coworkers
1: like that sometimes. So I'm just like,
0: ooh. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm pulling on, I'm pulling on experience <laughs> as i so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, where where do we find? I mean, is Izzy also in this class? So here, <laughs> where where do we find Izzy?
2: We're so we a a world mad building for the school prepared, math. and we're just like, nope, one class, one see this math
0: class. Um, <laughs> yep.
1: I think Izzy actually is in a completely opposite kind of class. I think we find okay. Izzy in an AP government class, where she should wow. not be because she's a sophomore <laughs> in high school. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Uh, what does what does Izzy look like?
1: Um, okay, so Izzy is like a little five two white teen, covered with freckles. She's got mousy brown hair that's like very long. Like sh- she clearly ha- doesn't cut it very often. Uh, and she is uh, she's got blue eyes and she wears these ginormous round glasses. And typically, she's wearing like jean shorts or jeans and like a like a national park t shirt. Of some kind,
0: love it. And are you? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what you're doing in this AP government class. Are you giving like a presentation, or like what? What are you? What are you doing in this moment? Oh, she is- as, as the camera comes to you. You know, as we zoom in through that little window in the door. Yeah. What do we see?
1: Uh, Izzy is frantically taking notes. Like very okay, highly great. organized notes and listening to this presentation, this lecture from the teacher, because they're a mm-hmm. teacher that still just lectures. And she's just yeah. <laughs> doing that the entire time going. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, how how good are these notes that she's taking? like, how how good of a note taker is she?
1: Very, a very good note. taker.
0: Okay. OK, cool. So, yeah, I think this is um, Mr. Alhambra's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, he's, you know, he is, he is lecturing away. I think he's kind of strolling back and forth at the front of the classroom. He has this tick where he holds his, uh, his hands behind himself, kind of clasped together. Um, and kind of like walks back and forth across the classroom as he, uh, teaches. And occasionally he'll let one of his hands go to kind of gesture in the air at something. But for the most part, they remain clasped there behind his back. Um, I picture him as a, a sort of shorter uh, uh, Latino man with a, a mustache and a little goatee uh, and maybe some, you know, some some short kind of dark brown hair. Um, and he is saying, um, yes, well, you know, as as you all have uh, have heard at this point, um, current events are are uh, well, they're. <laughs> They've taken a real turn for the strange in the last couple of years. I'm sure I don't have to tell any of you. I'm sure you've seen people using magic on TikTok. Um, And this has presented quite a challenge for local governmental authorities as well as their federal counterparts. Um, How do you regulate something that we considered to be impossible? Does anyone have any ideas?
1: Izzy raises her hand.
0: <laughs> Everyone was waiting for Izzy to raise her hand. Uh, and Mr. Alhambras kind of, uh, you know, rolls his eyes and is a little sigh under his breath and says, yes, Izzy?
1: Well, I just feel like it could be something that we kind of just, uh, we figure out kind of like uh, gun control, you know?
0: I, I don't know that that's a, Great example, Izzy. I don't know that this country has done a very good job in regulating gun control. Well, if you're sure. if we're
1: concerned about violence, right? You're concerned about violence, Mister Hombros. Um, I so if we're concerned about violence, so we just we say, okay, here's your license to use magic, and then that's done, right?
0: Of course. So licenses that that's one definitely one okay. example of a way to to regulate something like this. Now, of course, there are problems with licenses, and and he kind of continues on down this, you know, thing. I think uh, I think Mr. Alhambra is someone who rambles. Mm. Uh, He you know, he's pretty good at lecturing. He he gets the information across, but he goes off on tangents. Um, Maybe not the best person to be teaching an AP class where you have a very specific test at the end. Uh, But, um, you know, he loves his job. (laughs) Uh, I think
1: I think at one point Izzy will raise her hand.
0: Yeah, Izzy. Yes, Uh, you have another. Yeah, I just had
1: a question. Um, Is this going to be on the test?
0: Oh, um, of of course. Uh, And he, you see his his cheeks kind of get a little red, uh, and he says, "Well, of course, yes. um, A version of something like this could absolutely be like
1: the the written part."
0: There are lots of open-ended questions on the AP exams for for government. I, you know, just last year we saw a question that was um, you know, it was talking about uh, uh the the conditions in the lower southeast and um you know some some and he kind of catches himself starting to ramble again and says let's get back to the main point. Okay. and he kind of turns around. There's a whole, there's a whole PowerPoint that he had set up behind him that he has not clicked forward in like 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, and he, he clicks it forward and it's completely something he has <laughs> not even touched on at all yet. And he says, as you can see here. Um, and I think, I think we leave it there with you. Is okay. um, we hear, you know, we we go to the outside of the school as we hear the bell ring uh, and people begin to to file out um, all of the various exits, uh, moving to cars in the parking lots, um, bikes, um, you know, set up against bike racks um, locked there in place, um, even a couple of maybe motorcycles and a and, uh, little moped kind of things. Um and I think we I think we zoom out on that. Um, and when we come back to when, when we come back in, we find ourselves in the town of Norfolk, uh, south of the city, surrounded by it, encircled by its highways, standing in front of the semi abandoned Wilson Dillard High. Uh, This high school was once a fixture of the Norfolk community. It has since been abandoned in favor of busing kids from the community of Norfolk into the larger and better funded school in the city. Um, There is a contingent of Norfolk residents who are not pleased about this as we've touched on briefly in our main, uh, series. Um, but for now, the high school has been left to languish behind a tall chain link fence, uh, covered in that sort of like construction plastic weave, uh, um, and the, the trees and bushes here have been left to grow out at their leisure. I want to know, First of all, where around the school y'all are meeting? Uh, And second of all, what has drawn you to Wilson Dillard High tonight? It's absolutely
2: Izzy. It's 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 got to be be Izzy. It's it's (laughs) got to be (laughs) Izzy.
0: It's got (laughs) to be Izzy.
1: I think we would meet uh, towards the back of the school, maybe. Uh, Because Mm -hmm. I think everyone would know in this group that there are people who meet here and it might not be the day that they do meet here but we don't want to get caught just in case. Mhm. And I think honestly Izzy is just curious because she's heard stories about ghosts at the school and she's like I want to I want to know about ghosts. That's crazy. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's kind of roped uh Rain and May into this. I kind of imagine
3: um that izzy has told may and may is like kind of curious and like adventurous uh so izzy roped in may and may yeah. roped in rain
2: um <laughs> rain to <I was> gonna- <laughs> yeah i love this uh-huh. 100% yeah
3: rain um you have a motorbike
2: mm-hmm. does it fit one or two people I think it's only supposed to fit one. We've definitely figured out a way to make it fit more than one.
3: <laughs> okay, because I kind of imma- I'm imagining that May and Rain probably show up on Rain's
0: motorbike, right, and meet yeah. Izzy here. Yeah, I love that. As the two of you arrive, uh, Izzy, you are watching a video, a YouTube video, on your phone, and it is of this like kind of deep voice narrator uh uh going over some security footage uh that was recovered from Wilson Dillard High that showed what clear what clearly appeared to be a ghost orb drifting in front of the camera if you look right there you will definitely see there is there is no disputing this evidence listen we all know that monsters and magic are real now there's no reason why they wouldn't acknowledge this were a ghost unless they're trying to hide something. So, all you out there, I'm calling on you. Be the citizen journalists that you know you can be, and we will check back in next week. uh, if, If you find anything out, if you hear of anything around Norfolk or the city, drop us a comment below and make sure to like and subscribe. Izzy, this video ends just as you see Ruby and May walk up around the side of the school.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, Izzy. Hey. hey. Hi, Rain.
0: She's like a tired
1: wave. Hi. Um, <laughs> so are you, are you ready to be citizen journalists? Is that
3: different than regular journalists?
1: Yeah, I guess journalists who aren't citizen journalists are just like paid for it. Whereas we're just doing this for free.
2: (laughs) This isn't for your scout. badge. Well, I
1: mean, it might I might be able to use it for like the paranormal badge, but it's technically I don't know. (laughs) see,
2: <laughs> she kind of like <laughs> runs her hands through her hair. Like, I agreed to help with this thing, but not anything else. Like, it's
1: not exactly regulation. <laughs> oh, like I couldn't get like an adult to be like, hey, yeah, we're gonna go into an abandoned school in the middle of the night.
2: Yeah, I I get it. I just I have like a shift tomorrow. It's gonna be long and I have all that homework that I had to do extra now. I
1: can, I can help you with your homework. Yeah, you we're- know, I'm I'm pretty good with homework.
3: May's gonna like kind of bump against rain. You're hanging out with us. That should be worth it.
2: <laughs> she, her, her cheeks flush a little bit and she just like puts her head up again. She's like, yeah, we're here. and I've spent the gas. So let's, what are we doing is? It'll be fun. We're going to go ghost hunting. Did you bring an EMF uh, reader
3: or a thermal imaging thing? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wide eyed expressions from from rain and izzy
1: um i have my phone which we can record audio and we can record video
3: i watched this one like youtube video like kind of huh? like what you had showed me and they were using an emf reader but i couldn't find one
1: uh, at, you know it's house. it's kind of better this way it's a very grassroots like uh, salt of the earth style catching ghosts you know real rad Mm -hmm. right how do we exactly catch a ghost um um, i think you just you just you just walk around until they appear
2: that's finding a ghost that's not catching one you don't have like a net or something at least
1: (laughs) um i didn't really think that far I just got really excited about being able to see the ghost and I didn't really think about the catching part. Eh, It's probably not a big deal. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: All right. So I have a question. How are you getting into the school? (laughs) Because there is a (laughs) large chain link fence separating you from the grounds themselves and the doors of the main school There is a reasonable assumption that those will be locked. So what is your what is your plan for getting inside here?
3: I don't I don't mind trying to climb the fence and then trying to open it from the other side.
0: All right, May. Why don't you give me a uh, let's see. I feel like this would be. Grit,
3: maybe. Okay, I'm good at that.
0: Why don't you give me a grit check? Give me a grit check of nine.
3: So if I, what is it called when you split it again?
0: Uh, so this is a this could definitely be considered a prepared action. Uh, if you want on a prepared action, you can just choose to take half of your dice total, and so uh, that would be more than nine. I'm guessing.
3: Yes. Okay. All right. I have a D20. I have a <laughs> D20
0: for grit. Great. Then you hop this fence, no problem. Uh, We have we have mentioned before on the show, but the sort of plastic construction fabric that is zip tied to this fence is covered in graffiti and street art. Uh, Just like all the way down. There's there's like all kinds of things. There's water towers and, you know, large like mouths full of fanged teeth. Uh, There's signatures and uh, colorful, you know, silhouettes of things, cartoon characters uh, with with distended proportions. Um, I'm just I'm just curious, like over this portion of fence that May climbs, what what is the main piece there?
3: I don't know why this uh, came out to came into my mind, but I'm kind of imagining it's some sort of like graffiti art of like a forest but there are some spooky eyes. Yeah, I love it. In it and around it. Um, I love that. There might be to like add a little uh, more spookiness to it, like almost like one of the trees is like scratched and bloody.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and you hop this fence and sure enough, from the other side, it is pretty trivial to, you know, to, to undo the lock and push open a little gate. For Izzy and for Ruby, uh, for Rain, um, so the two of you can make it, you know, past the fence into the the kind of like overgrown courtyard of Wilson Dillard High. It is a it is a cool night tonight. It is probably um, this is around September time. This is probably the first cold night. Uh, May, you are you are from out of town. Is that correct? You're not. You've only been in Norfolk for a little while, right? Yeah. Okay. So so far, you have probably only experienced the 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 heat of the summer. Uh, and this is a real a real change to that as the wind begins to blow in the cold. For Izzy and rain, this is this is pretty typical of Norfolk seasons. Uh, but I think the wind makes you all shiver a little bit um, and and sort of blows that fabric against the chain, makes it kind of like sing a little bit. Ahead of you are the black and empty windows of the school. Uh, You are around the back, which means there is probably like one entrance off to your right. Uh, But there's there's no like main entrance here. Um, How are you planning to get into the school?
3: May has never seen this building before. I think she also asks, so why was this abandoned in the first place? Sam, is there a
1: canon reason for that, or can I make that up right now?
0: <laughs> um there, there is a specific reason, but I don't know whether Izzy would know. Okay. It. Uh, the 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 reason this high school was abandoned was because as the city began to squeeze Norfolk, as it began to kind of like build highways around it, build suburbs on the other side, and sort of attempt to erase its identity. Uh, the funding for the local high school, this high school, got cut and cut and cut and cut by the city until they could justify moving all of the kids from there into the city's high school. Um, Rain, you might even have gone to this school as a freshman. Like, I think that that is within the realm of possibility. Mm. Um, it it has been a while, wa- like it has been a long time. I don't know that you would you're going to remember everything about this school, but uh, I think I think that's totally possible.
2: Yeah. Could I remember like a back entrance that like connected to like maybe the auditorium and like the art room or something like that? You know, and then she knows that like maybe at least when she was going here, you could like jiggle that. And like the art kids would kind of hang out around that zone after school and like get in and get supplies and things for. Whatever. Yeah,
0: maybe there's a maybe there's an outlet to the like the weight room uh, that is attached to the gym. Like maybe there's a maybe there's mm. an entrance there that had kind of a loose door or a loose, you know, it, okay. you kind of if you banged on it enough, you could kind of get it to open up for you. Yeah, all right. So, are you leading the way here?
2: Sure, I think. Uh, so Rain's gonna make sure she like wheels her bike in uh in order to like not have it just out and people see it because if it's out there they'll be like oh somebody's in the school We're totally. not supposed to be so she'll wheel that in and then uh un- like clip like she has a second bike lock basically holding uh a little like wood hatchet mm-hmm. uh to her bike like one of the support beams and she'll undo that and kind of like put it on a harness that she's got and maybe use that to kind of jiggle with the door Uh, or like hit it hard enough in a certain spot that she knows will make the lack just open up
0: and let us in. Yeah, let's have you make a roll here. Uh, Mm -hmm. why don't you roll me, I think this is Brawn. Okay. Why don't you roll me a, uh, uh, Brawn with a check of four. Okay. No,
2: that is another one. Even with a oh, plus one, it's no. A two. Oh, bud, uh,
0: <laughs>
2: she's tired.
0: Rain. They have they have changed the they have changed the door since you were here. Uh, okay. In fact, as you as you walk up on it and start to jiggle it, you realize that someone at some point must have realized that this was insecure uh sure. and th- they have completely changed the whole locking mechanism for this whole door and it is now sturdy like it it now it, when you pull on it it doesn't move an inch mm. what, what do you say as you turn back to these other you were like hey hey come on I know a way in yeah and then you turn back to these other two after yanking on this door what, what does that moment look like she just kind of
2: throws her hands up and she's like course, in Norfolk, the abandoned building is more secure than when it was operational. And she'll look to Izzy and say, how badly do you want to get in?
1: Like, like, real bad. Like, real bad. Um, But we could, oh, oh, I I know. (laughs) And um, Izzy's going to reach into her backpack and sling it over his shoulder and reach in and pull out her multi-tool.
0: Okay. And I think on that
1: multi-tool, Sam, there would be, like, you know how multi-tools often have, like, in case you get into a car accident, you can break through a window with like the tool.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. I think yeah. she'll
1: ha- pull that out and She'll be like, we could just do that. You think people yeah, would just break a window? Yeah. Like break a window. Yeah. Why not? Nobody comes Nobody- here. It- it's abandoned. It's abandoned.
3: Okay. okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just needed someone to justify it. <laughs> Poor Raid. <laughs>
0: Rain, Rain is just sitting, <laughs> listening to this <laughs> conversation. Let's
2: come along. <laughs> she just is. She's like, okay, now we're breaking and entering. That's that's fine. That's cool.
0: <laughs> uh, Izzy, yeah. why don't you why don't you give me a blonde <laughs> check here? Uh, and it is going to be a. It's going to be a three.
1: Oh. Huh. Well, thank goodness for a plus one because I rolled a three.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Uh,
3: so, what does it mean? when yeah, when you like meet the challenge.
0: Excellent question. So, because uh,
3: I was gonna also ask for the or for the tokens. Mm-hmm. Do you have to say that you're giving one before or after? No. I guess it would be
0: after. You do not have to say you're giving one beforehand. You can say okay. afterward that you want to help uh, and and spend your adversity tokens. You just have to give me a compelling reason that your character would be able to help in that moment.
3: Okay. Um. Also, sorry, I have another kind of question that I'm just realizing. For easy going, I have a gain two adversity tokens when you fail instead of one.
0: Great. Then should I mark that? Yes, you absolutely should. So every time you fail, you should add one adversity token, or in your case, two adversity tokens to your little pool. And then, again, you can use those on your own roll at any time, and you can use those on someone else's roll when you're doing a planned action. Cool. So Izzy, you rolled a three total? Yes. Okay. So when you meet something, the game says the character succeeds, but just barely. Decidedly, nothing surprising happens, and the player and the GM should make this success as skin of the teeth as possible. So you have to hammer on this window in order for it to break. It is much thicker and stronger than you thought it was going to be, Izzy. And you have like you you start just kind of knocking on it, just kind of expecting it to just shatter like in the movies. and it's not going anywhere. And so you reel back and just slam your little multi-tool into this thing and it breaks the window. But it breaks off that little piece of your multi-tool as it does. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, and the widow window just like shatters around you and k- this cascade of broken glass uh uh falls on either side of the window here.
1: Oh no, my mom's gonna kill me. She just bought me that.
0: Uh who's climbing in first?
1: I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to make you make another roll for this, but I do think you have to spend a little bit longer picking over some broken glass here. Uh, and I think there, there is at some point, if you check your shoes later, there's a couple pieces of broken glass embedded in the yeah. bottom.
1: It's okay. Izzy also wears hiking boots, so it's not a big deal.
0: It's great. <laughs> Even better. Could
2: I use my, could I use my like a hatchet in its sheath to like kind of knock away some of the glass? Totally. So it's less troublesome for yeah. May and
0: I absolutely you you kind of knock away some of the glass um is this after Izzy has already climbed in yeah she's too like Izzy's too excited and so she doesn't like have a chance to
2: offer it but she definitely will be like may wait a second and like knocks the glass like out of the frame love that
0: love that so it's much easier for the two of you to climb in uh once inside you find yourself standing in an empty classroom. The desks and chairs have been pushed up against one wall. Uh, there's one of those, again, sort of old, older uh, green chalkboards, um, maybe giving giving rain and may a brief flashback to earlier today, uh, but there's no chalk sitting below it. There's maybe just an eraser there. And there's still kind of the wiped away uh, a chalk there. No one has bothered to really, clean this place um a fine layer of dust sits atop everything from outside of the door and down the hall uh comes a a sort of ringing sound like someone hitting something against a piece of metal
2: ah do you guys hear that the pipes here were always bad god that must have been insufferable are you still getting a headache? I never had them when I was here.
3: <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just it's not a pleasant sound.
0: I get it. Where to?
1: Where was that spirit orb in the school that I saw in that video?
0: It was seen uh sort of out front of the school, kind of, kind of around the side of the gym. Honestly, maybe headed headed in fact towards the gym.
1: Interesting. Um, then we will head to the gym first.
0: Okay, great. I need all of you to roll me a flight roll. And this is going to be a five.
3: That's a nine from me.
0: Okay. I have an eight. Okay.
3: I rolled a
1: six.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Three successes. Good. So the three of you. As you make your way out into this darkened hallway, the wind kind of blowing in through that broken window now, uh, you see a flashlight uh, down the hall, and you quickly duck into you know, a little janitor's closet or something as you see that flashlight round the corner and come down the very hall that you had just entered. The footsteps kind of come up right up to the janitor's closet. You see that flashlight kind of underneath. You're looking at the little crack beneath the door and there's a pause. And then you hear someone sigh and continue on their way. And if you peek out through that little janitor's closet, you will see what appears to be a security guard walking away.
2: We got to go. We got to get out of here right now. This is not this is not what we talked about. Is the
1: this place it's, it's is fine. clearly not it's abandoned? Fine. It's
2: totally, it's totally fine.
3: I like,
1: don't know. Um, Sam, can I use my intuitive ability?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to read that for us?
1: Yeah, I may spend one adversary token to ask the GM about your surroundings and NPC or the like. The GM must answer honestly.
0: Yeah, what do you want to ask?
1: Is that a person or a ghost?
0: Ooh, <laughs> good question. That is a person. Okay. Uh, in fact, I think you. How much time has Izzy spent at the mall?
1: Probably not a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, maybe this person vaguely looks familiar to you. Then it, it there there, it's something about the way they walk or something just reminds you of your mom dragging you to the mall one time. Okay. Um, for people who have listened to the the season, who who aren't Izzy here, uh, this is uh, Keith Badner, who <laughs> is the person that Rabbit turned into uh, while trying to con their way into the subway. Not Keith. Uh,
3: <laughs> so we should or shouldn't? Well, I guess for kids, we can't kill people. Technically.
2: <laughs>
0: You Fine. can, you can, <laughs> I wouldn't advise it, but I'm you can.
2: Sorry. I'm used to killing people on my podcast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I forgot, I don't
3: have I guess, a gun.
0: Well, he didn't see us. I guess we should summarily <laughs> execute him. Oh, um, <laughs> no, I love it, I love it. We what? either I kill got.
3: them or we take them as prisoners. Uh-huh. Yeah, hey,
0: listen, Yeah, I love where May's mind is at, you know? <laughs>
3: It's more like my mind, not May's mind. <laughs> fair this fair is, enough, This fair is enough. John
2: Hughes, not the <laughs> Saw movie.
3: <laughs> I've been watching too much of the Outlast trials, I guess. Yeah. Um. I think, yeah, May's gonna, I think, maybe grab onto Rain's shoulders. Like, we've already gotten this far. Why would
1: we turn back? Plus, would you really want to disappoint Izzy? He's gonna get big old big old pleading eyes and a little little frown. They're even bigger because of the glasses. Yeah.
2: And May's also gonna plaster like some puppy dog eyes on. That's not fair. You're not allowed to gang up on me like that.
3: Well, you're not allowed to leave us.
2: No, I obviously can't leave you because you're gonna get yourselves arrested. And I can't be dealing with going to the county jail with you tonight. All right. We find a ghost, you get a video, we leave. Okay. Can we at least agree to that? Yeah. All
1: right. But also maybe uh, capture the ghost.
2: Uh, I'll look around. Is there anything in this closet we could capture a ghost with, quote unquote?
3: <laughs> is there a butterfly net? Please be a butterfly net.
2: Uh, <laughs> Do they have a pool, is there a pool net? I don't think there's a net. Oh yeah,
3: that makes net. more sense.
0: <laughs> there's, you know what there is? There's an empty cardboard box. Ooh how big is this box um it's probably like a small moving box like it's maybe maybe a foot and a half or two feet by the same okay um so izzy it sounds like you were leading the way to the gym yeah okay great uh you creep out of this sort of janitorial closet Um, Your footsteps echoing off the linoleum here. You're careful to make sure that that security guard has rounded a corner. And then you begin to wind your way, I'm assuming with Rain's uh, uh, guiding expertise, Mm -hmm. uh, towards where you know the gym to be. Um, As you get closer, all three of you begin to hear the faint sound of voices. Uh, it it appears to be maybe three different voices. It's kind of hard to say from this distance.
3: Guys, I'm pretty sure this place isn't abandoned.
0: <laughs> Do
1: ghosts usually talk? I don't know. Do ghosts have Are conversations? We to come up on
2: three ghosts.
1: Oh, I mean, maybe.
2: Well, we've only got the one box, so this is already not a great situation. I only
1: need one for the badge, so.
3: Are we the first people to see three ghosts at one time? Wow,
1: let's just, let's just be really quiet. And then maybe we can see, like we can peek around the corner. Yeah, that's okay. a good idea. Okay.
0: So as you arrive at the doors to the gym, uh, they are closed currently, and there are no windows set into the doors. And as you press your ear up against the doors, you hear those three voices emanating from the gym.
3: Can we can we tell what what they're saying?
0: Uh good question. Why don't you make me a roll? Uh, make me a brains roll. Uh, and the DC is going to be eight.
1: OK, <laughs> Sam, are all of us listening
0: Yes, but I think May has said she May has has offered to be the the point here, the right, lead right, right, here. Right, right. I'm ready I think to if offer. y'all are also listening, you can spend adversity tokens here to upgrade whatever May rolls.
3: Yeah, I'm, I I need that. Cuz this is a D8. <laughs> <laughs> so um I guess I don't really have special hearing and <laughs> Human form. Oh boy. What'd you roll? <sighs> I rolled a two. A two. All right.
0: Uh so. Would you two like to spend Izzy and, and Rain, would you two like to spend adversity tokens to help May out here? What's the target you're trying to Eight. hit? Eight.
1: Eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can help.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna make it any better. Okay. I mean, if we cleared out all of our adversity tokens. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I we might want all,
3: those. Even if I use all of my my adversity tokens, I don't even hit it. It's seven,
0: yeah. it's all of mine. But I think it is some combination of the gym being echoey, the door being too thick, and the people speaking quietly that may you you can hear there are voices on the other side, but none of you can make them out.
3: Yeah, I like have put my like ear to the door and whisper to uh, Rain and Izzy, there's some whispering going on in there. Like I hear talking, but that's about it. I mean, this door might be made of like full steel. uh...
0: It's a vault door.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just just thought of something stupid. (laughs) I want to spend, can I spend two adversity tokens real quick?
0: Sure. What do you want to do here?
1: I want to spend it on um, prepared.
0: Okay. Would you read that for us?
1: Yeah. I may spend two adversity tokens to just happen to have one commonplace item with you.
0: Okay. What is the commonplace item?
1: A stethoscope. Stethoscope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell,
0: what? Okay. What badge were you trying to get?
1: <laughs> oh, um, uh, you know, um, a nurse's
0: badge. Nurse's badge. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, <laughs> from out of your backpack, you just pull a stethoscope. Uh. Izzy, this is going to be another role for you. Okay. This is going to be a brains roll, okay. but this is a, this is a two.
1: Okay. Well, I'll just, yeah, I'll just, I, mine's a D20, so.
0: Okay, so you take half. And <laughs> as you put this stethoscope up to the door, uh, suddenly you can hear these voices almost clear as day. Um, it is a group of people. There are actually more than three voices here now that you can listen more closely uh and they appear to be in therapy <laughs> or talking about their problems uh you definitely hear mention of like magic and myriads and problems getting wings through traditional doors uh it appears that the people on the other side are discussing the issues that they have adapting to the world as myriads uh for listeners to the podcast this is MSG the myriad support group
1: okay um there's like a group of people in there complaining about their problems (laughs) (laughs) so like ghost therapy no I think they're just
0: people (laughs) I do think you hear someone mention being a ghost
1: (gasps) One of them's a ghost.
3: What about the rest? What are they? I don't they know. Once said they had They're wings. chatting with so. a ghost?
1: Should we just go in there? Should we just be like, hello, ghost?
3: Well, I mean, like, if it's therapy, it might not be the, the best thing to just burst in on a therapy session. That's a session. Really good
1: point, May. Yeah. It's a really, like, personal thing that's... We don't want to interrupt, so... Is
3: there another way into the gym, or, like, is there... Was there a balcony at all rain? Like,
2: not, like, a balcony, but, like, an upper part of, like, the bleachers? I mean, we could get in through the locker rooms, but that's, like, on the second floor, and then you gotta take a stair... It's the whole thing.
1: The school is poorly designed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for ghost hunting, but it's it's a school, I mean... <laughs>
0: I think you all hear the sounds of footsteps and the and the vague, you know, sweeping of that flashlight uh, coming around the bend of the the hallway pretty, pretty far from you, but certainly headed in your direction. So I think you need to make a choice here about whether you are going into the gym or whether you are going to find somewhere else to hide.
2: Rain does not know May's secret, correct? No. Okay. I think she she looks at Izzy and she says It's your badge. Do you want to do you want to dive right in or do you want to sneak around some more?
1: Um I think we should probably run. I'd rather not be caught by an adult right now. Okay, wait. I have an idea and I know
3: this doesn't
2: happen often,
3: but could we tell him that we're late for therapy? <gasps>
2: That's a
1: good idea.
2: You wanna try and get into the therapy session?
1: Well, I mean, what else are we gonna do? Okay, okay, Cause yep. like, you, you said
3: there was, there was a, a ghost and you wanna catch a yeah. ghost, so maybe if we- I'm
2: pushing the door open. I'm just gonna push the door open and we're gonna <laughs> <Right>.
0: go in. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You push the door open to darkness. Ooh. There is no one in the gym.
1: Oh. That's so weird. Okay. I am whispering. I heard people. I heard people in here.
0: Those footsteps are growing louder, and that come flashlight on, come on, come on, is getting just, brighter. Just
1: get inside. Yeah, we'll get we'll get inside of the gym. Okay.
0: Uh,
2: we'll like hide under the bleachers or something.
0: Hmm. So the bleachers, yeah. In this case, the bleachers are like out. Uh, they're normally those ones that kind of fold up against the walls. Uh, Mm -hmm. But they have been they have been, you know, buzzed out here Uh, and you sneak down under beneath them and kind of let that that gym door close behind you with a with a click. Um, And I think a few moments later, you hear that door jiggle and open and a flashlight sweeps into that room, you know, sweeping through those bleachers and a voice says. Hey, hey, is is anybody in here? hello let you're not Keith you're just talking to yourself again okay um and uh he lets the door swing closed uh, and it it kind of reverberates through the room and you are alone in the gym
1: is he did you do you have a flashlight? I sure do.
0: (laughs) 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 What kind of flashlight is it? It, Is it like the one on your phone or is it like a big, you know, like chunky guy or what is it? It's
1: one of those ones that you can shake to charge up so that she can always have it.
0: (laughs) Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, you pull out this, this thing. Do you shake it up a little bit first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, great. (laughs) You, you you know, shake this thing up, uh, (laughs) and then turn it on. Uh, and it just illuminates. Yeah. The kind of like looming metal of the underside of these bleachers. As far as you can tell. Those voices were coming from in here. I mean, it was, it was pretty clear. That was an MSG meeting, but. There's no one here. What do you do?
3: Are you sure there's no, like, other secret room or something? Rain?
2: I mean, it's it's the gym. It looks the way it used to. Um. I can try something. Rain's gonna get out from the bleachers. And, uh kind of just in the echoey space of the gymnasium. Uh, She, like, takes a second and is, like, flexing her fingers, you know, like, nervously. And Mm -hmm. she's like, okay, 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 you can do this, you can do this. Ah! And just, like, lets out a little, like, sing-song sound. Yeah. Uh, And she is trying to ping for a friend who might be around in this space, in this abandoned building. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I think a trio of white and gray mice scurry out from the bleachers opposite the ones that you had been hiding beneath. And they kind of Mm -hmm. squeak over towards you and stand on their hind legs, looking up at you, Rain.
2: And she'll crouch down. Hey, uh, we heard some voices in here.
0: It wasn't you, was it? How does this, how does this normally work? Like, do these creatures speak back to you in, I, I'm guessing that they don't just speak, like, I'm guessing that Izzy and May don't hear them speak English, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Is it something I don't
2: that, know if they even speak to Rain. I, I don't know. Hmm. We haven't really established what,
0: like, the extent of the power is, so. Hmm, I think it's, hmm. I feel like it is something where they try to communicate something to you, uh, but they don't actually speak to you. Mm-hmm. So I think they begin to kind of like chitter at each other and kind of like look back up at you. Uh, and I need you to roll me brains.
2: Oh God. <laughs> uh this is gonna be this is gonna be a
0: four. Okay. And I don't think anybody can help you with this. Okay. But I can help myself? You can help yourself for sure. All right. I'm sick of rolling ones on these dice and not getting anywhere. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) buddy.
2: I'm going to burn three adversity tokens. Okay, great. And make it a four.
0: Amazing. Uh, After a moment of watching them, you realize that they're kind of doing this repetitively they're kind of chattering to each other and then like looking back up at you and then chattering the exact same way it's almost as if they are like it's almost as if it's a recording of a mouse like chittering that they are that you're playing in a loop Mm -hmm. uh what they are trying to communicate to you rain is like there are echoes in this place echoes that maybe last longer than Echoes really should.
2: Mm. She'll so reach into her bag and pull out like a a cheese it or two or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And just hand them over. And be like, okay, thanks for your help. Um, stay safe. There's a guy walking around. He's pretty big.
0: Yeah, they they kind of grab the cheese its amongst the three of them and skitter off back beneath the, the bleachers. Uh, Do you tell the others what you've what you've just discovered?
2: Um, I think she. Like, I don't know how closely they're watching her or if she like spoke super loudly. I mean, you definitely Mm -hmm. heard her like do a little sing song note and then she kind of like crouched after a minute and just like sat there. Uh, But when she comes back, she says. I think. um, I think maybe we found your ghosts, but. They might not be where they are heard,
1: is he? Right. What does that mean?
2: I don't know. It's your badge. I oh, just...
1: okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the info.
0: I think let me let me add one more <laughs> thing here as well. I think maybe the the mice would have indicated to you, Rain. That this doesn't only happen in the gym. Mm, this happens yeah. in a in a couple of different places across the school. I'm, I don't think they could have indicated to you where exactly those places are without leading you there, which maybe they would be willing to do if you want to follow them. but i I think the the sense that you got was that this happens kind of sporadically over this over the whole school.
2: Do I know if the school had, like, a closed circuit television loop or something Hmm. that we could, like, maybe look into and find, like, footage of the hallways or
0: something? Or If there is something like that, it is probably in the principal's office.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, She says, I think we should check out, like, the teacher's office and stuff and maybe there's something there.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Give us a give us a a way to go.
0: Okay. so rain, you lead the way towards the the principal's office here. Um, Since you're leading, I'm going to make you make the the flight roll this time. Uh, As you kind of, you know, navigate the hallways with Izzy and May following you. Uh, This is going to be a I think this is going to be a. Seven. Uh yeah, a seven. Oh boy. Oh my goodness.
3: Is it another one? No. Way. Oh my goodness. Aww. Have you rolled nothing but
0: ones? Yep. It's the other way. Oh my goodness. Make sure you're marking adversity tokens here. Yep. I'm gonna get yeah. them back really um, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh all right, Rain. <laughs> um as you are walking down the hallways here leading everybody you're kind of like come on come on like you know you you see that that flashlight sweep by and you're like okay we have a second here uh you continue forward and izzy and may you see a hand reach out and grab onto rain's shoulder from one of the uh presumably empty interior classrooms. And Rain, you feel this cold hand on your back.
2: Like it just sits there?
0: I think it reaches out and is like softly like resting on your shoulder.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, just being touched, she immediately like kind of flinches and like spins around and backs up to be like, oh, I guess there was another security guard or something that like, you know, is like... goddess or whatever um so she kind of just like defensively backs up into like the lockers on the other side of the hall or something
0: stepping out of this classroom uh is a woman with frayed extremely short purple tipped hair that looks like the end of a shitty broom she has pale white skin with piercings all over she looks kind of stereotypically punk And she's dressed in tattered, skin-tight leather pants and a sleeveless leather vest with just a bralette beneath. And she smiles at you, Rain, and you see Fangs. Uh, And as she steps out of the classroom and closes the door behind her, she turns and sees uh, May and Izzy as well. She says she's corporeal. She appears to be corporeal. I mean, she touched you. Okay. So, she says, hey there.
1: Hi. What are you
0: three doing in the school so late?
2: None of your business. And personal boundaries. Like, what are you trying to do? Give me a heart attack?
0: Well, there's a security guard walking around. Surely you've noticed that by now. She'll nod. We wouldn't want anybody to get caught by that security guard, now would we?
1: You've got cool hair.
0: She smiles at you and you can see her fangs again.
2: Thanks. What are you doing in the school? We're on a scout project.
0: (laughs) A scout project that involves trespassing?
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: she's looking at Izzy like.
1: <laughs> Izzy will do like a little hand sign that's like the scout hand sign.
0: That's not how I remember the scouts, but I suppose things may have evolved since I was in.
1: Yeah, yeah you got to do what you got to do for your badges.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She looks like an adult,
0: not another she teenager. Looks, she looks, she is definitely an adult, yes. Okay. Um, She's probably a young adult. She looks to be in maybe her, her early 20s. Uh, But she is definitely an adult. Okay. Well,
2: we won't call Keith on you if you don't call him on us.
0: You ever thought about. Well. You ever thought about becoming a vampire? It has a lot of benefits. She's only looking at rain. Oh. Makes it easier to sneak through schools at night, that's for sure.
2: This isn't my usual way to spend an evening. Hmm. What is? Working. And I see plenty of vampires there, just not... You are kind.
0: Think about it. Come find me. And she turns around and grabs that door handle and walks back inside.
2: Hello, adventurers. Do you enjoy stories about monsters and magic? Welcome to Autumn Falls, a cozy small town in the Pacific Northwest. There's mysteries to uncover, but first let's check in with our heroes.
0: Fighting monsters isn't the safest thing. I'm Hugo Rashad. Can I get verbal confirmation that none of you will say anything about what you saw today? Agent Lonnie Whitaker reporting in from the Easty agency.
3: It's really weird and bizarre and a whole lot of feeling stuff that I did not want to get into. So I kind of booked it out of
0: there. I'm Raven Eugenia. I just wanted to be friends, because that's what everyone else was doing. My name is Damian Edgecrest.
1: Clearly talking to the tree is not a normal thing that people can do. I'm Felicity Starnbrook.
2: If you'd like to join our heroes as we play Monster of the Week, then check out The Storyteller Squad, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's have an adventure.
1: Wow, that was extremely uncomfortable i don't may you good
3: may right. is just like kind of like wide-eyed i think that's like probably the first time she's seen a besides a ghost a vampire
2: yeah i think rain is like a little shaken and just like annoyed at being here thanks for having my back may is he can we get going
1: yeah yeah right Um, Which way to the principal's office?
0: Rain, you lead the way. Uh, When you arrive at the principal's office, you find the door uncharacteristically unlocked. Do you open it? Yeah, that's where we're going. Inside, past the secretary's desk, There is a large desk with a computer and what appears to be recording equipment set up all over it. It's a mess in here. There are wires uh, connecting one thing to another. The monitor is off, but it appears to be fully functional. Someone has set up a mini recording studio in this principal's office.
1: What, what kind of recording, Sam? <laughs> uh,
0: it looks to be microphones, mixers. Uh, you know, uh, there's probably there's probably a space where a laptop would definitely go.
3: So I know that this place is supposed to be abandoned, and May says that with air quotes. But I'm starting to believe this isn't abandoned with a security guard, uh therapy, and this. And she gestures to this recording studio.
1: Again, the vampire lady.
3: Yeah, that too.
1: I think um that's a good point. I feel like there's probably still ghosts though, so it's fine, right? Like we just gotta
3: can ghosts
2: record
1: things um not that i'm aware of but i don't know
2: it would certainly cut out the middle person if they were just recording their own ghost finding shows
1: <laughs> that'd be pretty yeah. funny
2: are they able to have their own like podcast the, like are any of the monitors functional if i turn them on or try definitely them?
0: yeah yeah, there's a, there's a kind of dusty, large monitor that you could click on if you want to. Okay. Uh, you reach over and, and press it, and the screen kind of buzzes to life. Uh, and on it are some, like really you know it's audacity it's you know recording basic kind of recording stuff there maybe um you know you see a little icon on the desktop for like ableton or, or adobe audition or something like garage band you know that kind of stuff um and there are some just files that are like loosely arranged on the desktop
2: any of the names seem interesting or they appear to be dates
3: what's the most recent one
0: uh the most recent one is probably from like a couple of days ago
3: maybe we should click on it click
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you hear a voice beginning to emanate from a pair of headphones and if you put them on uh you hear the sound of what you hear what appears to be a like. <laughs> shock jock dj uh who is uh (laughs) talking about the the events of norfolk and and just like you know what's going on in town and all this kind of stuff uh he introduces himself um uh at the beginning of the show and i think rain you might recognize who he is would you would you go ahead and roll me brains uh, with a four? Uh, see if we can beat a four.
2: Um, if I spend a token, I can match a four.
0: Okay. Uh, great. I guess I'll do that. Then this is a, this person you recognize as being a senior when you were a freshman here at Wilson Dillard High. Uh, He is named Luca Kishore uh, and he when he was at school ran the school's like radio production club kind of thing. And it appears he has started a sort of pirate radio out of the principal's office of the abandoned Wilson Dillard High. Um, If you check the recording date on these uh files you will see that he's actually due to be in studio in like 10 or 20 minutes hmm
2: okay what do you hear
0: um
2: yeah we gotta uh wait for him to show up i that feels like exactly the kind of creepy thing that that vampire chick just did to us um I'm going to turn on a light. OK.
0: Yeah. Uh, the fluorescents kind of kick on above you, uh, buzzing to life. Um, They're unpleasant, but they are functional. Mm hmm.
2: Uh, yeah. So just like sit in the teacher's lounge or like, is there a vending machine in here?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe there's a little vending machine. Sure. There's a little teacher's lounge off of the principal's office that you could wander right. into. I don't know that the vending machine I think it has stuff in it, but I think it is clear that that stuff is from three years ago <laughs> or, I mean, or more it's like um, <laughs> depending yeah. on what it is. Uh, there's you know, there's M&Ms in there. There's uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cheez-Its and and granola bars and maybe a Snapple or two, a Snapple flavor or two. <laughs> um, yeah, what is is is. is Are you going to try... I think the bottom levels, like where you could kind of reach in through the door and grab, have Mm -hmm. been cleared out.
2: Sure. Okay. So um, let me know if I'm like pushing the boundaries of what I can do. But I think in her little bag, uh, she unzips it. And uh, she goes over to the vending machine and just like holds the door open. uh, And then does like a little another little sing song thing of like, mm-hmm. and a little furry head pops up out of her bag. Oh. Uh, and she's got like a little friend who's a, a little like stoat or, okay. or something. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and she says, you ready, Paprika? Go get something. And yeah. And like let her little friend like climb into the vending machine and like knock some snacks down for us.
0: Yeah, Paprika, <laughs> you know, climbs in under the, the little thing here and starts just, you know, knocking things over just intermittently. I think a Snapple like cracks open on the bottom. Uh, So everything, everything's kind of coated in a little bit of Snapple here. Uh, But she's, (laughs) yeah, she's just like pushing stuff down. And she like, at one point kind of like you know, holding on against the glass, kind of like turns to look at you to see whether th- she's knocked enough stuff down.
2: <laughs> she gives her a thumbs up. Okay. And
0: says, all right, come on, come on. And she, you know, do oh, back, back down through here. <laughs> Stand of the juice. And starts God, like, why did you put
2: something glass? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and she, you know, you you pull her out and scoop out the rest of this stuff that is kind of dripping faintly, uh, yeah. and and uh, can pass out snacks here if you want to. <laughs> Um yeah, uh so do all of you are all of you waiting for Luca to to arrive in this sort of makeshift studio?
3: I guess okay. so. They maze maybe snooping a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you snooping like on the computer? Like what are you what are you trying to find out?
3: Are there like file cabinets? I'm kind of wondering if there's an abandoned like,
0: I don't know, the registry of students who have been here. So there are no filing cabinets in here, but there is a clear indentation in the carpets where they used to be. Mm. Um, Okay. They, yeah. They're here in the school, (laughs) but they are not here in the principal's
3: office. Uh, May will turn, I think, to Izzy and Rain.
2: So are we just going to wait? I mean, if this guy's been recording here for, what is it, months? At least. Yeah. Then he'll know if there's ghosts around. And I kind of am not wanting to uncover any more people who just happen to be in this abandoned building. And She throws air quotes around that word. But what are, what, what are the chances that he's a ghost?
3: Also, um, is that security guard going to see us with the lights on?
2: Mm hmm. Okay.
1: okay. Right.
2: The light is a two purpose thing because uh-huh. I don't want that vampire sneaking up on us. Uh-huh. And if the security guard shows up and throws us out, Rain's kind of done with being on a ghost hunt.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: fair. Fair. <laughs> you, 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 y'all are so cool i'm just i'm just really glad we're all here i really am <laughs> i mean anything Thanks. for a scout
2: <laughs> i'll pass you the unbroken snapple bottle uh, thank you
3: rain <laughs> maybe, maybe shake it okay. shake it shake it
0: first <laughs> <laughs> just imagining go all up. the sediment like, <laughs>
3: into of
0: it, <laughs> you spend you know ten or fifteen minutes just kind of hanging out, you know, chowing down on these snacks, uh, and after ten or fifteen minutes here, the door into the principal's office begins to really softly like creak open. Hello. Hello. Hi. And you see, like, just just the, like, eyes of a person just, like, kind of peek in through the door. Uh, It is not someone you've seen before. It is not the security guard. This is a very, very pale uh, person with, like, really light blonde hair uh, and these really, really pale blue eyes. Uh, And he's wearing kind of like a graphic tee and jeans. And he says... Who are you?
1: Oh, we had some questions, and it seems like you would have answers. So we were just hanging out until you got here. You're the.
0: Did you come to guest? What? Did you come to guest on the oh, show? I mean, we
1: can if you want. It.
0: Your fans? What's this? yes? <laughs> Roll me, a charm here, Izzy.
1: <laughs> May's gonna nod. Uh,
0: I think this is a this is a six <laughs> charm.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: It's a nine. A nine. OK, uh, he he, his eyes like light up and he says, ah, I knew someone would find me. I, I, you know, I've tried to stay off the record, but uh, I figured the most dedicated fans would find their way into the studio at some point. And I've always said I'd love to interview people if if, if they, you know, if they if they find their way in. OK, come here. And he he's carrying like a laptop under his arm. Uh, and he walks over to the recording setup and, like, starts, like, moving microphones and plugging in XLR cables and, like, setting things up. And he says, there's three of you? Sorry, hey, I, I'm, my name's Luca uh, Kishore. Right. Uh, I don't, I don't think, have you called into the show before any of you? No. Mm-mm. Cool. Okay. Well, that, you know, that's fine. You know, you could it's, it's totally cool. Um, listen, I only have two microphones. So I think you three are going to kind of have to share one. So all right. And he starts giving you advice on like how to speak into the microphone correctly. And he's like setting up his computer. He's clearly so excited that y'all are here. Uh, and he says, obviously, we have to record kind of quietly because if any, you know, if the, the security guard ever found out that you know, we were here. Sometimes I tip him off and I leave some, you know, some stuff for him. He seems mostly amenable to that. But, you know, if I get too many people in here, I'm just worried he's going to shut the whole thing down. So, you know, we got to keep it kind of quiet. Stay, stay close on the microphone, you know, just so we can kind of make sure we capture you. But we're not not alerting him necessarily to our presence here. Um, Test. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that uh and he he sets things up and uh says so yeah i mean do you is there something specific you want to talk about on the show
1: yeah um uh sorry uh ghosts ghosts in the high school
0: his face like just falls for just like a second you see just a just a a flicker in his face uh like like what kind of ghosts
1: I don't, just ghosts. Are there different types?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, of course there's different types, but...
1: What are your names?
2: Do I get the sense that this kid has ever had a guest on his show
0: before? <laughs> he has definitely had people call in. He has never okay. had anyone guest in <laughs> person. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh. Um, I'm Izzy Domel. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Domo. Yeah.
0: Oh shit. I'm I was sorry to hear about your brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um thank you. Appreciate that.
0: <laughs> and you too? Okay, no names, fine. Uh No, I was I was going to let May go first. Is <laughs> oh, May not he's saying look- anything?
2: May's looking to rain <laughs> whether or not to say her actual name. Well, Rain is not on the mic. She's leaned in the doorway with paprika on her shoulder, like watching to make sure that vampire doesn't come in and jump us while we're doing an interview (laughs) on this show. Okay. So she just kind of like, gives like a, I'm Rain. But then like eyes out in the hallway again. And I'll turn the light off so that like Keith isn't tipped off that we have like a party going on in here. Cool.
3: Oh, uh, I'm May.
0: So none of you are named... None of you are named Sheila.
3: No, no. Okay.
0: Oh, all right, all right. All good then. Um, no, no worries. Uh, why? Who is that? Uh, May, roll me a charm. Fuck. <laughs> uh, charm okay. of five here. Hey, what did you? Uh, I rolled four. Four. Okay, so you have to spend at least one adversity token, or have someone else help you out here.
3: Um I will spend two adversity tokens because I've got lots to spend.
0: Great. Okay. I'll give you a slightly better outcome then. Luca kind of hangs his head a little bit and says, um maybe you should just listen to this. And he opens his laptop and does a quick search and pulls up a file. And he says, So here's the deal. I don't remember recording this. Uh, And then he hits play. And the thing we hear is the opening monologue to the very first episode of season two, where Luca is interviewing (gasps) a person named Sheila Uh, that it turns out is a ghost. He hits and you can hear it kind of like fade to static at the end. And he hits stop and says. So, like I said, I don't remember recording that. But it's me. That's me on the tape. And the ghost I guess is calling in, but she's saying something about how Norfolk is. In danger or something. Uh, yeah. She hasn't called since then, at least not that I remember. So you can see why, you know, when you came in here talking about ghosts, I thought maybe. Do any of you remember that? Did, did you come here because you remember the broadcast? Is it just me that forgot? Uh, is
3: Izzy's? We're hunting ghosts, or er, yeah. we're searching for ghosts, yes. trying to capture a ghost. Oh,
0: got it. You just came here after the recent rumors, the orb, the orb on the yeah. No, table. we
1: definitely. Heard the radio broadcast because we're fans. Yeah. You did? Um, yeah. But I didn't yeah. remember it until you played it.
0: I, I want to be clear here. Uh, you do not remember this broadcast, but I am happy to say that you are lying right. to pretend that you do. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, yeah. Great. Just wanted to make sure we we're all on the same page. Uh, yeah. Luca Luca, kind of like, like lets out, like you see his shoulders relax a little bit he's like oh my god okay so it just i just must have been too tired or something i, I just must have forgotten about this yeah
1: i mean you work so hard okay. you put um, out podcast episodes and i'm gonna lean over and look at the computer every week
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah every week um i mean it's not a podcast i mean it's a radio show i, I don't really get into podcasts I, radio just has a there's a certain level of quality that you have to have to be on the radio that it's just, I don't find the same thing I don't know. In I, I've listened to a couple of podcasts that they're actually pretty good. No, no. See, I I don't, I don't really, I think there's something prestigious about radio that just with podcasts, I, I just don't find that it's, I just don't find that it's there, you know?
1: Sure. You know, Yeah, maybe you, you definitely miss
2: like... the, the grainy audio and the commercials. <laughs>
0: Well, that's half the charm, you know, it's it's people paying you to speak on air podcasts. Anyone can start a podcast these days.
3: (laughs) I think you just need to find the right kind of podcasts. Like some of them have some really great voice acting and you can monetize.
0: Well, well, uh, I'll I'll look into it, but uh, for now. I'm going to sure. stick to radio. I think I think radio has a real future. Uh huh. <laughs> Rain chokes on a Cheez-It.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um uh, he hits pl- uh hits record and says, "Hey y'all, I'm Luca Kishore here. I'm here with uh sorry, what were your names again?
1: Izzy Domal
0: izzy domo may may and rain Rain. they have found their way into our secretive studio here and are hoping to ask and answer some questions about ghosts and ghost hunting and he plays a little sound from his soundboard izzy let's start with you what questions do you have for the show today Let's see if anybody could call right. in. And give uh, us an I just
1: want to know where the ghosts in the high school are um so we can catch them.
0: <laughs> why would you bring up the high school?
1: Oh, uh, because I saw that video on YouTube. Uh, and that's the only reason why, obviously,
0: of course, of course. so, uh yeah callers, uh, we're, we're now opening and you see him kind of like loading a program on his laptop. We are now opening the lines. Uh, please call in at the, at the, at the number in the latest, uh, episode description here. Uh, let's see, let's see a couple of lights, you know, light up. He says, Oh, looks like we have a caller. Okay. And he hits the button. And all of you remember. That something Mm. was recorded. Mm. But he hits the button to end it, and it's as though that time has evaporated. He looks pale, paler than usual. Well, um. uh, What were we talking about? Ghosts. Ghosts, right right um sorry uh we'll be right back uh and he he kind of like lowers the levels uh and and you know go, go, goes to commercial here and he's he kind of takes off his headphones and says did any of you did we just that was a uh, there was a caller right
2: rain is in the room now and kind of like shoves his hand away from the mouse and is like play it back right now
0: and he like he like hops back on the mic and says uh there's some brief technical difficulties we're we're going to take a quick break uh we'll be back in the next half hour uh see you then and uh you know ends the ends the broadcast uh and quickly exports the file and begins to play it back uh and sure enough you hear a voice the same voice that you heard on that call earlier. It appears to be Sheila talking again. Um, and she is saying, I thought I told you. We can't talk about this. You can't talk about ghosts. There's. Norfolk is in danger. People are going to the wrong places. You hear him say. What what kinds of places? What? Sheila, I. This time, can you please be specific? Um, what would y'all have said on this show as you're hearing Sheila talk?
3: Where are the wrong
0: places? Like where should people go? hmm sure. Uh, Sheila says, just stay where you are. Get out of Norfolk. Go.
2: Go away. Some of us are trying to. But not everybody can. You want them
0: Move faster. Is the
1: is the danger what happened to you? Why you're a ghost now?
0: I'm sorry for what happened to you, Izzy. We won't let it happen again. and then the call goes quiet.